Welcome back, everyone. It is Tiff O. Hey, ho. And it's the pretty Ricky, 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 Ricky. Hey, and we are back with another episode of This Is Us Review. Last week, This Is Us premiered with a two-hour season premiere. So today we are talking about episode one, part two, titled 40 part two. It starts with Rebecca returning home safe. If y'all remember in part one, Rebecca was lost. People was frantic. And um, uh, Kate had called Randall like, hey, well, text Randall like, hey, mom's gone. We need you or whatever. So Rebecca has returned home safe and Randall has arrived to the cabin. So let's get to it. What did you think and I'm just going to go over react interactions because, again, it was so heavy on Randall and how he was interacting with people, in my opinion. But yeah. so what did you think of Randall's, I guess, interaction when he first came into the cabin? Let's start there. <laughs> yeah. So they, let me say Randall first came in and he was straight action mode. That's what I got from him. It was like, um, hello, cordial, but business. So he was just, I think, already on 10, <laughs> like on 10, like I need to see my mom. What's going on? Let me fix it. Because, you know, he is a self-proclaimed fixer. So, uh, yeah, as soon as you see Randall, that's that's what I got from him. As soon as you open that door, where's mama? Yeah, he's like, I'm here for one reason. Yes. Otherwise, I would not be here. Yeah. <laughs> but that's right. That's yes. what it's like, if I wanted to be here to talk to you guys, I would have been here, but I wasn't. And the only reason I'm here is because y'all said something was wrong with mom. Yes. Oh, y'all found her? Well, I could probably go home. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really awkward and standoffish. And I was just like, I, I was kind of turned off by it. But I mean, considering the history, like Randall and Kevin are not in a good space. And uh, Kate said that Randall's kind of treating her funny. So yeah. it was just really awkward. And in the pandemic, of course, is in the middle. So they're like, hey, you know, we, we've been quarantining. What about you? Yeah. He's like, I get tested all the time. Leave me alone. Right. So. <laughs> That's true. It was like, look, uh-uh. Where my mama? Yeah. <laughs> and where is she? <laughs> That's who I'm here for. <laughs> you didn't know. I, I thought I made that clear. But okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, finally goes to his mama. And girl... His interactions with Rebecca, I'm going to start and I'm going to say, I was surprised because I just knew Randall was going to go on there being typical Randall and be like, mama, this is why I told you you need to go to that clinical trial because now you're getting lost all up in these streets. But instead, he was like, he apologized to his mom for, you know, um, she was like, oh, I should have gone to the clinical. She mentioned something about the clinical trial. He was like, no, it's okay," You know, and he even apologized to her. And I was like, wait, what? this is Randall and then um he was you know just there like he wasn't bringing up like why like blaming her and accusing her anything he was just like oh are you okay you know just checking on her really but my heart sank girl oh my god I already know what part you about to say girl yes when Rebecca asked the the first time when she woke or set up and she's like where's Beth and the kids and he's Mm -hmm. like oh that's the next time Mm -hmm. and then the conclusion of the conversation that's any kids, and I'm like, no. So I'm having Greenleaf Bishop flashback, Ooh, girl. Girl, <laughs> are you are you okay? I should have been phoning a friend. Check in. No. <laughs> what about you? What you think? Yeah. So I I just feel that Randall was at a point when he heard all of this that he is like you knew that okay, it's not right. But I think it was a little bit of like it was just a scary thing like to hear of, and then I feel that he. 
he kind of approached it how I thought he would. I know Randall is kind of mm. really extra. Yeah, because I just feel like when you realize, when you just have that moment of like, wow, this is this is serious. You know, mom got lost. And to your point, like you said, Miguel said she had been fine. She had never did anything like this. So I think it was, wow, let me go in here. I need to action mode. I need to see what's going on. But let me talk to her. Let me show her. Let me show up for her. Let me um listen to her like very much with empathy I think at that point and I think that when ah, that part did get me too when she asked about the daughters too back to back you know I even like how he just you know he addressed it he didn't even say and that that one thing mm-hmm. I can't say that that part I would have been I was like oh okay he didn't even bring it up to the point of well mom you just asked about that he didn't do anything in that moment mm-hmm. Um, which I, I like. He just, it, it wasn't like, I'm not about to bring this into your face. You are already going through enough. So I, I enjoyed seeing that moment, but it was heartbreaking. Um, cause I mean, what, a minute, maybe a minute had passed and she just asked about it. It was all, she was sincere. She was mm-hmm. like, but I need to understand where are they? Like she really, yeah. I, <laughs> so it was just like, oh wow. Okay. You can see it's progressing. And then I found myself being annoyed because earlier, I think was it yeah. So part one, they talked about this poison ivy. I want to say, and then she yes. was talking about it. I'm like, why do they keep bringing up poison ivy? We get it. She's she bringing up poison ivy, but because this is us, they won't leave us hanging. We eventually know why they had to keep letting us know about the poison ivy. So all of that kind of happened in a moment. So um, I I appreciated his his approach. So I was I was I was happy to see that. I did too. And I mean, at first I didn't because I was just still sitting there with my mouth open. <laughs> like, who is this person? Like, uh, no. And so with all his interactions, including the next one we're about to get to, mm-hmm. I'm just like, wait, you're, you're not reacting the way that I have scripted it in my mind. Um, so, but by the end of all of his interactions, and I sat back and I'm like, you know what? Randall has grown. But has. Before I get to my growth okay, moment. Okay. So now we see, okay, so like you said, the poison ivy, yes. he goes into the bathroom, he looks into the medicine cabinet, and he pulls out a, some drugs, prescription drugs. And so he run, Miguel's on the phone with the doctor, and Randall runs up to him, like trying, let me talk to the doctor, and I was like, oh, here we yeah. go, Randall trying to take over everything, <laughs> he thinks Miguel can't do nothing, like, goodness, let Miguel talk to this doctor, so I'm like, here go typical Randall, but no. Randall really has something very important to say who that pretty much I don't want to say it saved his mom's life but it saved her clarity for that moment at least Um, and so I thought after he you know uh, was like the savior of the situation. I thought he was going to be like, see, Miguel, this is why you can't take care of her. This is why she need to go. Because, you know, he always doubts Miguel's ability to take care of his mom. So I thought he was going to throw that in his face, be like, that's why she need to go to the trial. You should have known what was best for her. If I was here, if I was the person going to the doctors with her, I would have remembered that that drug was on her prohibited list. You can even remember that. Do you have all Thomas too? Ooh. He didn't know. He didn't know that. And I was like, it's Randall. Like, who is this person? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm happy he didn't say all of that. But for me in this scene, like, I actually felt that. Like, I felt like what he didn't say was all of that. I felt like he was like mm-hmm. he came in there and kind of typical. You know, I'm I'm a fixer. Savior Randall comes in again, and while it was a very important thing that he had to say to the doctor, just that approach of like almost give me the phone, like demanding. He came in there. Like, I don't know, I feel like yeah. this, this position was basically saying, 
once again, you're not paying attention. Like, you keep talking about, well, I thought she just left her phone here and there. She, we have you with her all the time, 24-7, and it takes us to get her. We got to figure this thing out? No, Miguel. No, no, no. So, I honestly, I got that from his his actions. So, that's what I thought. <laughs> you know, it's interesting when you think about, I mean, this is not what they, I don't know if they're exploring this, but when you think about... Older people taking care of older people. So they're both like the same mm-hmm. age. They're both feeling, they're both possibly getting sick or becoming, you know, or sick. And so it's like Miguel is there to take care of Rebecca and Rebecca is there to take care of Miguel. But I guess it can be frustrating to the child and they can't understand, like, yeah, you with my mom, you love my mom, but you can't even take care of it. It's like Miguel is old too. Like, <laughs> you know? And he's probably going through his own stuff and he's trying. So it's like, would you rather be all by herself or me be here to at least call you or the doctors when something happened? That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Mm. I just feel like I feel like it was written, like I said, it's written all over your face. So he didn't say it, but he was upset. And to your point, yeah, you're right. Like you should just I think in general people should operate with more grace, but I don't I mean, I don't know. I guess it goes back to just that whole thing in life in general. I just like if you see something like I don't know, if you continue to see certain things, I guess it depends on personalities, yeah. right? So some people have the personality. You see little things and you're like, okay, let me press this. Let me look into this. And then some people have the personality yeah. of, I see it, but no, it's not as that bad, right? And so I think it also boils down to personality. And I think Miguel um, maybe just thought mm-hmm. he was doing the right approach. Well, you know, it's just we're getting older, to your point. We're getting older. It is what it is. It's nothing to be concerned about. And just kept brushing it off and kind of taking it. Um, his personality could be just more chill, right? Like, I'm just, eh, you know, and we all know Randall's personality is not chill. So <laughs> it could be mm-hmm. that part, too, that's just so different um, about their approach as well. So when Randall turns to... Kate and Kevin, um, throwing you a little curveball real quick. When Randall turns to Kate and Kevin, and Kevin's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't here. And Kate's like, Oh, yeah, I tried to walk with her, but she said no. I just knew he was gonna go in on them. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this Randall's gonna be like, This is what I've been telling y'all. Kevin, you ain't never here when family needs you. You just always gallivanting with some woman, and that's why you can't be depended on, and that's why I don't trust you to make decisions for mama. I was waiting for that speech, and then with Kate, like, Kate, like, you gotta do better. Like, I would've went with mom, like, you know what she's going through just like everybody else, but you couldn't go and walk. But he was just like, no, it's good. It's good. And I'm like, wait, what? What is Randall? I'm like, can somebody find Randall, Randall, please? <laughs> yeah, that's funny, yeah. Um, so I feel we are getting the, I didn't been to therapy several times, Randall, but I also feel like in some of that interaction too, it was a little tense. I feel like it was almost a like, this is my, I tell you, I told you so look, but I'm not going to actually say it because I'm in therapy and I know that I should not <laughs> say that I told you so. So I don't know. I felt that in some of that, I felt that the interaction was the most pure and genuine with his mom of him having empathy, but with everybody else. I felt a little old school Randall edge. Like, mm-hmm, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to shake yeah. my head. Uh-huh. I'm not here to blame you, Kevin. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're like, but it's still that kind of sarcastic <laughs> part of like, but I told you, you should have listened. So therapy him, I ain't going to say it, but I'm going to give you all this action. So I kind of still got that little tenseness from his, um, just his stance and just, yeah, his head movements. <laughs> That is funny, and you're so right because he was still like old Randall disposition, but like new random Randall uh, yeah. talking. <laughs> That's what I got from it. 
So now Randall's like, you know, my job here is done. I saved my mom as usual. And now I'm going back to my family. <laughs> so <laughs> he walks out the house and Kate comes after that. I was like, Kate, if you don't stay in that house or whatever. But again, I was surprised by this interaction, but not because Randall held his tongue, but because, you know, she, again, for part one, we saw Kate was really reaching out trying to show her support for Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what she can do to be an ally. And when she's like, I'm sorry, Randall. And Randall's like, what you sorry for? Like, tell me, mm-hmm. what, what is it? And it's like, uh, 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 uh I, I don't know. I thought I was supposed to say that. Right. <laughs> so when Randall, like, pretty much told, and she, like, started to cry, too, and he's like, look, <laughs> I can't, like, make you feel better about this situation, because what does that do yes. for me? <laughs> yes, yes. Like, that moment was so... I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I had so many emotions in that moment because I understand Randall's position, but I also was like feeling nervous for Kate, not that he was hurt or anything, but like as an ally, I feel like sometimes allies have a hard time mm-hmm. showing their allyship because especially like with the black community or the LGBTQIA plus community, because if they don't step up quick enough or if they don't step up in the way that we want or if they have a misstep or if they ask a question it's like you're not here for me you don't know what you're doing and it's like I'm trying so like when he was going in on her a little bit I was like well she's trying but the things he was saying was true but can you really hold her accountable for something that happened when they were little kids like I don't know our parents didn't talk about it like how am I supposed to know I'm supposed to be sitting there watching that on the tv with you and ask you how you feel I'm a kid like really so um what I did realize in that moment is though is that he was just really exhausted yes. and like I think his interactions with his family his interactions with his family that we just talked about was just a outcome of him being or a result of him being really yes. exhausted and really sad and not having the emotional capacity to really take on other people's lives emotions and thoughts and it's like I really cannot do like give y'all any energy because I'm dealing with a lot and now you're trying to sit here and acknowledge it but I've been dealing with it for all of my life so <laughs> your acknowledgement in this moment is not enough. What I really need is to be around people who look like me and identify with me. And unfortunately, that's not mm-hmm. y'all right now. And I'm not getting along mm-hmm. with my brother. So I really just don't, like, this is what you're going to yes. get. Like, you go get, okay, well, thank you for being sorry, but I really don't care. <laughs> you can keep your sorry. Keep what did you think? Sorry. No, Tip, we will return after this quick ad break. Stay with us. Check it out, spoiler alert, listeners. Tiff O and Ricky got a promo code, and it's a good one. I love the lip bar. I now purchase all my lip colors from The Lip Bar. All of their products are vegan and long lasting and they are much more than a lip company. They also have this bomb highlighter blush duo and a fast face system and so much more. Their products are affordable and can be purchased online with our promo code for a 10% discount. And what's even better, it is a small black woman created and owned company. Now that's what's up. So what are you waiting for? Go to thelipbar.com now and get your purchase on. Oprah and Michelle Obama wear the lip bar and so can you. Link and promo code is in the episode description. That's, I mean, my job, that's beautifully said. And I, and I think we can both like, all that is the reason why 
is like stay with your family like you're an immediate family i get it because it's just ex- exhausting as a perfect word it was just too much i don't have the emotional capacity um yeah so even to the point of i, I yeah i just feel i guess i felt I really understood where Randall was coming from. And I really, again, this is us, kudos to you, how they brought up different things. And you're right, people that, you know, they do. They can get, like, what misstep? You take a misstep, you're right. That's a very good point. You almost don't, don't know what to do. But to Randall's point, you, this is, this has happened. I mean, Trayvon Mar, we can, there's a whole lot of names that have made it. You know, yeah. so let's not act like 2K, <laughs> like we were 13 years old, 14 year old, or whenever this thing happened. You know what I mean? So That's it's true. like, this is, this is, this is not new. It's been happening. And so I guess to her, you know, this one feels different, but it's like, where were you at, at those times? So I was happy that he yeah. got running. And I yeah. don't know, I guess I didn't really look at it as much as, um, I just looked at it as him having his, showing his heart to her like this is how i feel let me let you know that i I see this this is life i see this all the time and i get it but this is every day and i just don't know if you ever got if you ever had a chance to get it you never will get it the way that i get it right so i just i didn't even look at him like it was mean as much as it was him having the the moment to really try to do his best in, in his exhausted state right to express (laughs) <laughs> this stuff like you never said this this is what's happening and I can't keep no I'm not gonna call you at this moment I hate I hate you my brother I mean you're my sister I hate to see you cry but I can't because what about me and all of this what uh-huh. about me right uh-huh. so um I just thought it was good that they brought um that they put that piece in and, and, and I like that they put like there are everybody you know it's not like it's white people against black people there are people you know it's that she understands when I say that, it's like, you know, I am here. I want to support. What can I do? You know, and it doesn't mean that it's us against them always. It's like, how can we work together to, um, for this change? And so I was happy that they did bring that piece in because that's important. And a lot of viewers and Fatumata, a spoiler alert listener, and this is us viewer, also had comments about Randall and Kate's conversation mm-hmm. so Fatimata quickly had said that you know if he's going to have this if anybody's going to have this conversation that t- tough conversation that Randall had with Kate I mean that was the best relationship to do it that's like true. that's his sister he should be able to be open and honest with his sister and be like you know like you said like where have you been like this is not the first person that has been saying my name <laughs> we've been trying to get people to say my name for like yes. decades upon decades and so why did you choose this one so I appreciated uh Fatimata's outlook on that like if not them then who like who do he yes, tell that to yes, um, yes. then another viewer had said this episode brought out so many emotions in me I'm so proud of Randall and how he handled everything this episode the writers and Sterling did a beautiful job conveying the hurt sadness and exhaustion given everything happening in the world and Kate too her trying to empathize but nothing she could have said in that moment would have been right thing to say um And then another viewer had said, I really identify with Kate after her discussion with Randall. I feel like I've been oblivious to racial issues my entire life and it makes me feel sad, disgusted and ashamed. I unknowingly turned a blind eye. I didn't demand equity for people I'm close to. I just accepted the status quo. I feel like I didn't know any better then, but I do now. America is now having that conversation. As Kate said, this time is different. It's different because many people are seeing the truth that has been there all along. I know better and can do better. I can't change what happened to anyone in the past, but we can all be aware of racial equity for the future. So this is us just making, you know, having conversations, making people think. 
Can't be, I, you can't be in there bringing so many different viewpoints to to the stage as well. So yeah, this is good. And I'm just glad people, viewers, had a positive uh, or accepted that conversation because it could have went left. But I get, but you know, the writers are so um, detailed and just so good at making sure it's authentic. And I think the authenticity really shown through. So you can be like, like you said, like, oh, it's just because she's white and she's trying to do this, but you black person out. It's like it wasn't about that. It was about me, like, really having this conversation with you. Like, this yes. has been going on. Thank you, but. You know, it's be it's more than George Floyd. Like, so after that conversation, Kate sweeps herself back into the house, and then Kevin comes out, and I'm like, "Hey, Kevin, like this is not the time." <laughs> Almost like with season four finale, when um, Madison was like, "I have to oh, tell yes, you something." Like, this is not a good time. And she's like, "But I need to." This is not a good time. Good. And that's what I wanted to say to Kevin. Like, remember when you said the house in this? This is not a good time. So I'm thinking it's about to be. I'm thinking it's about to be showdown part two or whatever. I was like, oh, here we go. Cause <laughs> Randall just nicely told his sister, like, I ain't I ain't for comforting you right now. And I got my own stuff to be dealing with. And then Kevin come out and I'm like, he don't have the capacity to deal with you, man. But again, I was surprised at Randall because it didn't turn into World War Part Two. Um, um, he was just pretty much laughing at his brother. I felt like he was laughing at his brother because it was like, see, that's what I was talking about in season four finale. Like, you don't know nothing. You don't care about nothing that's going on. You haven't reached out to me. They haven't right. shown it at least. I'm thinking right. that's intentional, like you said. You haven't reached out to me to say, how are you doing? You come out here and you're talking about yourself. Like, it's cute if we were like in a better space, but we're not. Our relationship is kind of torn right now. You want to be like, oh, give me advice on girls. Okay, I give you a little advice. Then you're like, hey, I have a fiance. Uh, Really? Like, <laughs> great. All right. Like, don't you see how I'm looking? Like, read the room, people. Yeah. Read the room. And so um, I was a little annoyed, or I thought it was a little annoying and embarrassing on Kevin's part. And I just felt like Randall wanted to be like, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. And that's why I don't take you seriously. Yeah, what did you it's think? Because I never looked at it with the whole switch of roles from the season finale of how when he was, when Kevin was in the headspace, like, this is not a good time versus now you can see like Randall. It's like the same. I never even looked at that. I never um, made the connection. So that's good um i feel that he would not have ran out to kevin i mean so kevin would not have ran out to randall if kate didn't tell him to do so because i don't know if you remember when kate was like look the world is on fire this is enough fix it and so i think that's when he started running out so i wanted it was not the good a good time but i feel like we don't know what's really going to happen um, it's already in, it's already in a very still place. I feel like this is your moment because Randall kind of basically letting y'all know I ain't really here for the family functions right now. Like I, I need my space. I'm here for my mama still, but I don't know about y'all. So we don't know when Randall was gonna be coming around again. So I feel like he needed to just go and try to do something and say something because I feel that Randall at least opened the door for that communication when he told him congratulations on the kids. So now I think Kevin didn't really even know what to say. So maybe in Kevin's mm. Lord, Kevin's mind, right? Um, Kevin is all about Kevin typically is like, I am sharing something very you know, special and dear to me and letting you know first that, Hey, I'm having twins, a girl and a boy. And he's like, you're the first one I told that to him too. So maybe in his mind, this is my way to connect and share mm. something very deep with me. I don't even know what to say in this moment, but I'm going to just blah, just say that. So, um, I think they needed to have a conversation that, you know, wasn't the best. It, it could have been a different kind of conversation, but I feel like Kevin should have done something. 
I feel like they should have, or both of them should have made the moment mm. to break the ice. I know Randall's in a different headspace. So I feel like if Kevin is a better headspace than him, he needs to want to take an act to take the action. But sadly, I don't feel like he would have been pushed to do that if it wasn't for Kate. So I just feel like it should have happened. That's true. And you know what Kevin could have done? Almost going back. Could we have to reference Greenleaf? Because Greenleaf <laughs> is such a great show as well. Remember when Charity had messed up and instead of her apologizing, she was like, I'm not going to apologize to you. Maybe if Kevin would have come out and been like, hey, Randall, I'm sorry. So even if we're not talking about the stuff that Randall's actually yeah. dealing with right now, at least with your relationship, instead of just automatically talking about you. But I do understand what you're saying. Like, maybe he thought he was yes. in the olive branch. Like, look, you're my person. This is the person. You are the one that I wanted to tell first about this and this or whatever. But he could have just been like, you know, I'm, and Randall might not have been in the space to accept it. But he could be like, hey, I know the last time we talked. I said some things that were really hurt. Not me, yeah. but I said yeah. some things that were really hurtful. And I want to apologize to you. And then Randall Carr probably yeah. could have took that, you know, and drove off and been like, okay, now That's we're true. on the road to repair. But we're not good. We haven't addressed the horrible things we said. And you run it out to me, telling, telling me about all this random stuff, because everything is off the cuff with him, telling me all about all this random stuff while I'm trying yeah. to do it with real life back, back in Philadelphia. Like, I don't have La La Land. Y'all in La La Land right now. I ain't in La La Land. I don't right. have the benefit don't have the of, being La La of being in La La Land, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, one more thing from Fatimata. She made the point that Randall's interactions are due to his therapy, pretty much what you said as well. She believes his therapy is really helping him with his control issues and seeing things from other people's perspectives and not trying to bear the brunt for everyone. So she thinks that's why he wasn't blowing up at everybody when he was in the house. She thinks like he was actually, you know, the reform, like he's making progress. His therapy is working. And so he was realizing like, I can't control everything. So I'm not going to get mad at it. I'm not going to hold myself responsible for everybody. So I'm not going to get mad at it. I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know why Kevin wasn't here, but he wasn't. And I'm not going to harp on that. I came, I saw, I conquered. And that's all I'm going to focus on. Agreed. (laughs) So in the midst of all of Randall's interactions, he get back in the car and leave. But before he leaves, they do have a cut to Toby's having a conversation with Miguel because Miguel is kind of concerned about Rebecca and meds and stuff. And so... What did you think of it? Was this a you tender what, moment? Tiff, I will give this a tender moment. This was a tender moment. Yes, it was tender because <laughs> I they have did a job before. I, uh, maybe it was just season four, but showing how two people can feel like on a, like this family is so overpowering. Like it's like you can easily just feel like left out to the wayside. <laughs> so I feel like they had that connection already of like I'm in the family but I am not one of the big three or whatever so I'm just yeah so I feel like it was good to show them connecting I feel like Miguel really needs a friend you know like I'm thinking back to a previous season when you see his relationship with his kids and the grandchildren it's just really strange so he already was feeling in a very low place like oh my gosh like literally I just made a mistake I should have caught that and he just needed a friend and so I I um and I just like Toby's character anyway. So I was just happy that Toby was able to have that conversation with him. And just um, just that reminder, you know, what is it? One day at a time? One one moment at a time? So, yeah. One yeah. Day, yes. One day, one day at a time. Day. That conversation was cute. It was not heartwarming like, or moving for me. I'm like, I've heard, you know, more 
uh, effective speeches, such as uh, one I'm going to mention at the end. But um, I was like, Miguel needed it, and he thought it was cool, so I'm cool with it. But what I did like was the takeaway that Toby got from it. And when he presented Rebecca with the tree seeds, now that was my tender moment. I was like, oh, that is something yes, Jack would have done. They're like, we're not going to do two. We're going to do seven, too. Like, oh. yes, so that was that was cute. I like that. All right, so um, away from the cabin, they have some scenes from the past, but they're from the past of um, Randall's dad, William, younger self, of course, in the hospital, and him and Jack are crossing paths and things. But um, I call it the Jack's come to Jesus moment. What did you think about that? Like, I liked that Jack had a moment. I call it the come to Jesus, but maybe other people call it something else. But I liked that he had that moment. It was understandable why he was so frustrated and upset, but I really still did not like his threatening tone. Like, you better or, and I'm like, really? I just thought it was really disrespectful. Um, I don't know. So other than that, I was just like, okay, well, I'm glad he went and prayed. I'm, I'm glad we kind of learned a little bit more about how he felt like he was dealt a bad hand. I mean, we already knew that, but he, he went even further with it. Like, like nothing works out or pans out in my life. Like, I just need something to pan out. But the way he was like, if you, I'm like, come on now. Who talks like that? Yeah. Oh, Jack. So what did you think about the, the conversation with his dad, though? With Jack. With who? Yeah. Oh, his dad. Jack's dad. Uh, so his dad is an interesting character. Um, I like that his dad did give him that validation at the end that you are a better man. And that's what he needed. Like, that's what I was calling for. <laughs> that's what I needed to know. So thank you so much. I was like, thank you. This is us for giving Jack that confirmation because his dad is and his dad remembered was, his birthday. Was, so that was cute, too. And I forgot that all the kids were born on his birthday. I don't know how I forgot, but I did I forget that they were all born. On his birthday, Me too. So. Um, yeah, no, so I, <laughs> I like that they showed, though, the William and Jack kind of both going to the chapel. And I don't know, this just made me think mm -hmm. about the other men in the, in the um, I guess, in the season, because I thought about Miguel, too. And I just thought, like, um, even though he, it wasn't like a prayer scene, but just like they're just also in need of, like, forgiveness and wanting to feel like they are doing the right thing and just have hope. And so, I don't know, one of my biggest takeaways was, you know what, this is us, you better let us know, this is the season for prayer. Because at the end of the day, like, like, what do you do? I don't know what to have, I don't know. <laughs> have you tried praying? Because, um, so that was just my thing. We need to all, everybody having a come to Jesus moment. Um, so just highlighting that. And after you've done all you can, what are you doing? Are you praying? Like, what, what are you doing? And so kind of people tapping into that faith. Maybe I hadn't even been in that chapel for a while. I don't know when the last time I even thought to call his dad, but he still had the memory jack of like being at church with his dad and hearing him pray. Like, you know, you kind of realize sometimes in those dark moments, unfortunately, sometimes that's the only time people realize, oh, prayer is important, but like you can be in a dark moment and you start like, well, let me tap into this thing. And so I like that they explore that with Jack as well as with William. Um, and I like that little kind of cross interaction of two of um, Randall's, two of their, two of his parents, his father's crossing paths of, you just never know what stranger you're coming <laughs> close to in life and what kind of impact they're going to have. So, so yeah. I... And they, I, and they kept like slow motioning it too, whenever they crossed, it was like slow-mo. And I'm it was like, really? You know, Come I, on, y'all. It was a dramatic. So I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, 
What did you think about the fact that they show William being at the hospital? Because, you know, before they just had it, like he would, he left him there, but he made sure that somebody had answered the door at the fire station. And then we didn't know what happened to William after that. We just assumed he went home or something, but he actually went to the hospital. So what did you think about the fact that they added that point that he went to the hospital almost i don't know if he was going there to retrieve his child yeah, or what i still think i need to hear more just that. figure out the whole timeline like now that we know mm-hmm. okay the mother i mean anyway so we know what kind of you know situation and he leaves takes a child and then you drive at the fire station then you go to the hospital i don't know i feel like we need to really explore that for me to fully get that day but I will say, um, perhaps they're putting that in there just to really show that uh, Randall was always wanted. You know, like he really didn't know how to oh. navigate through that. He didn't feel like he perhaps he, he felt like his son deserved better, almost as though Jack's father, right? Like I always wanted more for my kids, and he's like, I want more, and perhaps really feeling this is the best way I know to give him more. But I'm not just gonna like I. I'm trying to be there the best way I can. Like, I don't know what to do. I feel like I shouldn't just leave. Like, Lord, help me. But Randall was always wanted. And just to really, um, to tap into that. And so um, to the tender side of, of, of Will, right? The Was it poems for my son um, or whatever? So just to tap into that part, perhaps. Oh, oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. Yes, he was always wanted. And I did, I think I did have that thought at one moment, like when they had uh, William looking in at him or whatever, and uh, we already knew that Jack decided that he was going to take him as well. And I was like, oh, see, people wanted you, you know, you weren't just thrown out to the side or whatever. Um, but yeah, the poems, I forgot about the poems, but yeah, that's cute. Oh my gosh, tender moment. Okay, so towards the end of the show, we see Randall in his car on his way back to his family, and he calls Leah, the counselor, and I'm like, yeah, of course he's going to need counseling after those interactions with his family, but no, he ain't trying to get no counseling. He's trying to terminate his counseling relationship with Leah, because he said that he needs somebody that he can talk to, he, who he could be his whole self with. So what did you think ooh, about that, ooh, girlfriend? Ooh, so I... <laughs> I am just so proud of the work that has been done through this council. Let me start with saying that. So I, my, con- mm-hmm. so my concern, let me go back. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the work. Right. And I, I see, I think we all recognize the work and I like that. She said, overall, your mental health is what's most important. And I believe in that as well. So I am for him realizing if I can't be my full self, I need to switch therapists and certain things I don't feel comfortable sharing, then I, I, I can understand that. And, and I'm fine with that. But my concern is that will this be something that he procrastinates as far as trying to figure out who's the right person, who's the right fit. Um, and just cause somebody is the same race as you, like the, the right fit. Like, are you going to really all of a sudden feel comfortable with them? Are they going to push you the way that she did? I'm not, no, we're not going to, let you just tell this one side of the story, sir. Like, we're going to stop you right there. We can go play these games. <laughs> Remember one of the episodes? We can play games. We got some time. Like, she pushed him. <laughs> and so my concern would just be, will the work be stopped? Like, just making sure that he continues to take it seriously. And if he finds someone, he he just makes it very important and makes it a priority the way he's been doing with her. Because he's had major progress with her. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about the fact that he might not. Well, 
Now, I didn't think about the fact that he might not find someone. I just assumed that he would. But I definitely didn't think about the fact that just because y'all are the same race doesn't mean that they're going to help you with what you need help with. Um, so that is important. But I do think that what he said to her, it was a lot. But I think in some respects, if he doesn't feel comfortable speaking to her about what he needs in this moment, because before George Floyd incident and COVID, then what he was talking about with her was fine. But now he needs to talk about something else. And he has decided that that's not the person he feels comfortable talking about it with. So I do like that he's realized that and that he is going, he says he's going to go find someone else. I do want him to build, I do want to see him build a better relationship mm-hmm. with Malik's dad, mm-hmm. uh, Deja's boyfriend's dad. Cause I, I feel like we've never seen him in a brotherhood quote unquote brotherhood with anyone. And so um, being that Deja's dating Malik, then, you know, why Malik dad wouldn't be around sometimes and they can like start forming that. And kind of like how he was when he was growing up as a child, he had like those two black friends or whatever. So it's like, if he could build a circle, then maybe he would feel a little bit more seen and um, in the in crowd and kind of understanding his identity a little bit more. Um, so I would like to see that. And I do of course want him to continue counseling in some respect. But this kind of only kind of makes me think about a conversation I had with a friend, not about this is us, but about interracial interracial mm-hmm. relationships. For example, um, she was saying that people can't be their whole selves. Essentially, she was saying people can't be their whole selves if they're in interracial relationships. And I was like, why not? Like that's why you're in that relationship. And she's like, no, because for instance, how do you if you're black and you're with someone who's white, how are you going to talk about these things such as the George Floyd without mm-hmm. one sounding like accusatory or hateful or racist or whatever? And I was like, well, my understanding of interracial relationships is that you have that foundation and understanding that we're going to have these tough conversations or whatever. <laughs> and she was like, ah, I don't believe it. So. If you have an opinion, what's your opinion about being able to be your full self with another race? Hmm. I do believe that there's a certain level of comfort and just familiar familiarity that you will have with your own race. But I just think it boils down to the dynamics of the relationship because I do feel that you can have that brotherhood mm-hmm. sisterhood with someone of a different race and have those raw conversations. If you have to do a disclaimer, I mean, I don't know, like, I know it's not you. I mean, I don't know, whatever you have to do, but I feel like you should be able to be authentic in our relationships. And so it just depends on what it is. It depends on what it is. But if it's a true friendship, so I don't, I don't know. I've not been in that situation, but I would think that if it's a partnership, like mm-hmm. we're together situation that you all should be able, to your point, be able to have, this is just going to be a part of it. So, you know, I'm going to have things to say. <laughs> and yeah. I'm comfortable enough with you to be saying committed to, to be committed to you. So you gonna have to just hear what I have to say <laughs> and watch your words. No, you know I don't know. So I, it's, it's hard to say because I haven't been in a situation like I said, in a partnership. But I can understand both. I can understand you needing to talk to someone that really can understand in a different way. But I feel yeah, you should be able to have authentic relationship and just be yourself. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I mean, I've already said that, but I just think that maybe the person who is on the um, uh, I don't know the end. Okay, so okay. if it's dealing with George Floyd, for example, a Black Lives Matter movement, then me as the Black person in a relationship shouldn't have to be like, this is how I feel and da 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 da. Like, I would think that the 
person who's the different race would be like, hey, I, yeah. you know, how are you doing? Like doing check-ins to open the floor for us to have these conversations instead of me feeling like if I bring this up, how that's going to make them feel or whatever. It's like, no, I like come to me. They're going to come to them with empathy yeah. because you're in a, in a relationship. Yeah. Like, you know what you signed up for. <laughs> so you go come to me with empathy and be like, look, what's going on? What do you need from me? How do you feel? Like, let's talk, you know, whatever. If you choose to be in a situation like that, or if you have really close friends of another race, that it should already be a foundation that we can speak freely and the main thing is that we're not going to ignore things because again I think I've been griping about that the whole time like let's not just act like this is not going on like you said acknowledge it how are you check on check on your person so (laughs) all right so that brings us to the cliffhanger of the show I'm like (laughs) <laughs> this is us be playing too much because I remember one of the things that got me caught on this is us is okay I gotta give you take y'all down uh, memory lane real quick so when this is us first premiered I happened on it by accident like I don't I think yeah I remember some commercials and it was showing like Randall showing up at his uh, father's doorstep in that moment or whatever but they really didn't like describe what the show is about it was like it's just about us and it's like okay so my channel happened to be on my my tv happened to be on that station Mm -hmm. and I think the voice was on or something and I wasn't even watching the voice it was just on so it was just needed to be and this is us came on after it and I didn't change the channel, but I started watching it. And I was like, what is this? So I started watching it. They had that moment with Randall and William and it was funny. And I was kind of intrigued or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. But it wasn't until the second episode that I was hooked because of the cliffhanger of Rebecca being married to Miguel. <laughs> it was like, hold on, see? Like, <laughs> where'd Jack go? Like, this is before we knew Jack was there. We were like, where'd Jack go? <laughs> How you end up with the best friend? So I feel like this is us. I know that this is us always put these things in here to make you go like, because they're not going to talk about it probably next week. I don't know. Well, we'll see. But I'm just like, how y'all just going to put this at the end? So what I'm talking about is Randall's (laughs) biological mother supposedly was not dead when uh, William thought she was. They revived her to the point where she was able to have a pulse and take a deep breath. And how do we feel about Bio Mom being alive? Oof, possibly. that was definitely the cliffhanger of the whole. I just remember thinking, <gasps> I, feel, I feel like I really <laughs> gave, that, gave that, that whole sound effect to the moment. Um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to see that, that where it's going to go. But my question is, is she still alive, though? Like, was that just a breath? And, you know, this is us is taking us through a journey. And then all of a sudden she get into the ambulance and she still passes away. So um how long is, she gonna have is what i'm that's what i'm on right now so um i'm intrigued i'm definitely intrigued i i was like oh my gosh y'all did it again but i'm really not here for that twist and by that i mean i don't want bio mom to be alive okay. in present day that's what i mean so and i and i'm choosing to believe that she wasn't alive long at if she was alive, if she was alive at that time, like if she actually came back alive and it wasn't just her taking a deep breath and going back to death or whatever, if she actually survived for a little bit, I would think that Randall exactly. would have known, not Randall, That's William would have like. known at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I know he didn't go straight home because they were like, hey, this is your, 
I can't remember what they called him. Shakespeare. Shakespeare, this is your stop or whatever. And he was like, no. And he didn't go straight home. So I do know that. But I would just think that maybe if, if she went to the hospital once she came out, then she would have went back to that apartment and be like, hey, William. Like, did he not know she was alive? So I'm just like, ah. <laughs> but girl, so offline, y'all, Ricky did not know this was this theory oh. was floating around. And I would just have a really, 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 really hard time, like you said, of believing that this lady is alive and well and she never came back to home. William never, they never crossed paths, like nothing ever happened. So um it'll be very interesting. <laughs> so the theory floating around about bio mom is that she's going to end up being Randall's therapist. <laughs> and I just can't with y'all. I'm trying to think of the worst theories y'all had in Greenleaf. Uh, oh, AJ was... Oh, girl, you wouldn't get rid of this either. She's AJ really wasn't really son. Grace's son. Like, but let's throw that on one the, away. On the spinoff, too. On the spinoff of Basie and her real son. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, this yes. one, this theory need to go down the toilet with that one. But a viewer agrees with us. They like, you know what? I don't like the idea that she has possibly been alive this yes. whole time. It is too unrealistic yes. and soap opera-like for my taste. One thing I've always liked about the show is how real it can be. I don't think Laurel would have never tried to contact William, even if it was only to try to find out what he did with her son. And I don't think William would have exactly. died letting Randall believe exactly. she's dead if she's not. I'm not like well, well, Yes. <laughs> so, but that was a good cliffhanger. I was like, what? okay, that's, 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 this is us for you. But let's end that there. So any honorable mentions okay. or moments? So I have one. That speech mm. to Randall at the end when she was like, mm. you were born of multiple tragedies and then pretty much told him he was resilient. And I was that like, was, that was beautiful. Tender, tender moments. He's like, look around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I like that. What about you? Any I would say, other oh, the moments? Jaden Toby that they got a match. Remember they had six calls from the adoption agency. <gasps> so I'm sure they're going to explore that in this episode. So that's exciting. Yes. Very, very exciting. I love that. I love, well, Kate was sitting there looking all depressed. I was kind of scared for her. But <laughs> Toby went ahead and told her the great news and her reaction was just so beautiful. Cause I, you know, we already know that she, they got an adopted daughter because that was the season four finale foreshadowing or fast forward. So we already know they're going to have a successful adoption. But to see her reaction, like how did she look when she learned of the news that they um, would have been chosen or whatever, even though I'm not going to say that the person who chose them oh, is going to be the person who gives them the daughter because it might be some right. loops. Like, you're like, oh, we changed our mind, and you know how all that stuff goes. But just to see her reaction and her face just light up and that like was, instant was, tears was really was a, beautiful. Look at this. Who realized there were so many tender moments in this um, part, too? So, just the takeaway again is just mental health in general. And from what Beth told, Randall just kind of look, you know, shifting your mind, looking at it from this way, but more so, like Randall is up here admitting, like, look, I'm dealing with a lot at work. It's just this is so much tragedy, it's so much loss, and I'm sad. Like to your point, I'm exhausted and I'm sad. But on top of all of that's going on and how I'm feeling, I have not had a breakdown moment. He's like, this is the healthiest I've been in a very, very long, long time. <laughs> he said, I just this is funk, whatever. I mean, I'm just really, really, really sad. So uh, for him to acknowledge that, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And to really think like, wait a minute, Randall didn't kind of had, like you say, Randall, he's always, always been a little something with Randall. It's okay, Randall. It's always been a little something. But considering <laughs> everything else that's <laughs> compiled with this, I was just, again, 
thinking like yes to mental health yes to making this i know it was a lot about randall's interactions but highlight this part like thank you for this because it's having a major impact on his life like he he the healthiest he been in years so i was happy that is true that is true and can you think about what would have happened to randall if he was not going through therapy Ooh, and COVID yeah. and george floyd hit? he would have been like on that season when he had to go in the corner and just sit down and just, it would have been too much. It's, it's, yeah. Too much. Well, that brings us to our spoiler alert. <laughs> so, when it comes to Randall's bio mom, I hope y'all like that I call her bio mom. <laughs> but uh, the creator had an interview with Entertainment Tonight, and he hinted that all questions about Randall's biological mom will be answered early. So we do not have to wonder thank about her for long. Yes, and I yes. say thank you so much. No, that was just, she took, that was her last breath, actually. That's what that probably was, unfortunately. So that's probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm good with that. Like a, a Jack situation where, you know, he came out oh, the fire, but then he died sad, at the hospital. Yeah, that's like that. Like that. <laughs> All right, girl. Well, I'm so happy we're back for another season. And I'm so happy This Is Us has returned. And I just cannot wait till season, Woo. till season, to episode three, which is coming on next week. So be sure to tune in and listen to the podcast where we break down the themes and ideas. Hey y'all, we are back with season two of Spoiler Alert with Tiff O and Ricky, and we cannot be more excited. All season, we'll be talking everything This Is Us, and we may have special episodes in store for you as well. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform, and like us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Spoiler Alert Tiff O Ricky. And you know we love our listeners, so leave comments. They may be included in our show. Thanks for listening.